You know, I think this is just going to be the intro. Just me reacting to you not on on GarageBand yet. <laughs> no, you. And you can't tell me what to say. And thus we have another paradox. Thank you. Rob just said something so sweet, you guys. No, I did it. I'm <laughs> recording right now. They can hear, they'll be able to hear this. Well, Josh, you know what to do. Josh, for once, don't do what <laughs> you're told. <laughs> so, Rob, um, let me guess. Um, you were listening to a podcast this week. Maybe even today. It was actually yesterday, Tyler. Why do you so, bring it up? <laughs> we're going to steal from another podcast. Classic <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stealing from another podcast. It just made me go off into a, into a place in my head, which I was like, that would be crazy. So for context, uh, Rob's computer crashed, and we had to restart the recording. Yes, we did. Stupid All computer. Right. Let's start this goddamn intro. Okay. So I was listening to another podcast. Stealing from another podcast, huh? <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> Here's what here's what you missed on the on the lost recording. I was saying, what if a time traveler went back in time to like the Greece and Roman eras and uh like when when people were starting to actually figure things out that oh, you know, the earth's not flat. Um you know, the the sun doesn't revolve around us, we revolve around the sun, stuff like that. The beginnings of science and scientists and stuff. Because at some point, there was a word for the those things. And it became science. <laughs> what if we go back to the point and we, we convince everybody who tries to call it science into magic? I mean, like, do you think that that's what they called it the first time? Maybe. I Like before? I, but, think, but here, here's what I'm saying. We change history so that everyone calls science magic, and we fast forward back to current day, and then, then everyone's going to magic class. Bye, Harry Potter. Bye, Harry Potter. There'd be no Harry Potter. They wouldn't think, what would they call fake magic? <laughs> what would they call that? What would magi- scientists would be called magicians? Yeah, what, would I, they I call, mean... what would they call Chris Angel? And David Blaine, David Copperfield, they wouldn't call them scientists. Phonies. They call them phonies. Yeah, phonies. <laughs> Fake magicians. <laughs> it would turn the whole world upside down. Just changing, it would. just changing one word, the whole hmm. the whole world would be a totally different place. See, I thought you were going to say that the way that science and all that stuff was invented was somebody went back in time, and they created it. They they infiltrated as a as an old, like you said, Roman or Greece citizen, and they, uh, then they started creating all this science and putting the wheels in motion. To which I would say, how did we get time travel? Magic. This is a disclaimer about your Uncle Rob. Sometimes he's got good ideas. Sometimes he's a goofball. Sometimes you should listen. 
I'm not. And that's how the song goes. <laughs> so how you doing, Uncle Rob? I am doing fantastic. How are you, Tyler? Well, that's what I was going to do. So I'm doing <laughs> just fine. Just fine. <laughs> Sorry that I stole your fantastic I'm mood doing, from you. <laughs> I'm doing superb. Oh. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. <laughs> you can have fantastic back. I'll just say, I'm doing good. How are you, Tyler? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, <sighs> we, we're we back for another week. We're, we're back, baby. We're back. Like the dinosaurs the in that movie. The kids have returned. <laughs> The kids? The prodigal son the has returned. The prodigal son has returned. It's a me. <laughs> oh, <sighs> we don't know how to start this show, I don't think. <laughs> so, you know what? Actually, though, um, we've just done a bunch of things that we've already done before. We've talked about them before. Yeah. Which I think is the is a great segue into... Unky How. A Wasted Topics. Oh. <laughs> So, this week, we wasted a couple topics. Yes, we did. (laughs) Sure did. So, the first on my list of things that we wasted this week is... And this one wasn't really funny, but I felt like we've talked about a lot of nerdy things in this podcast. And we talked about the the new releases of Pokemon and the Fallout trailer. So we don't really have much on those. Yeah, I mean, uh, Pokemon Let's Go is not uh, so far sold me on it. I'd, I'd like to see a few, little bit more gameplay. Um, if it's too much like Pokemon Go, I don't think... Uh, I don't have a Switch yet, but I'm a big Pokemon fan, so I'm waiting for the Switch title to be announced. If this is the Switch title, I'm not buying a Switch. Because <laughs> that's not my Pokemon. <laughs> <sighs> and I have a Switch. And I I wouldn't... Because Rob's here, I won't call myself a Pokemon fan. Because I still, to this day, I've bought most Pokemon games. But completed none of them. <laughs> I get bored. I'm really excited about the idea, and then I get bored. Yep. Uh, the next topic on the list is Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. And Rob's Rob's celebrity encounter list. <laughs> First off, Ed Sheeran, you're probably a great guy. I just don't think I like you. I don't think I like your music, I should say. Yeah. I think that the my run-in with I'm you not... was pretty funny, in my opinion. But I don't like your music because it's just so boring. 
I don't understand because, I mean, like, I, you were telling me. I know that you were telling me today, Tyler, that he's got some jams on there. But yeah, all of the songs that he has that gets popular that get played, which yeah, are the only really ones I hear because I'm the only person in the world that still listens to the radio. The the ones that I hear are just so boring and sad, like not sad, but like somber and slow and romantic. And I was I was thinking like. What would a what would a Ed Sheeran concert be like? Because I would say that even for him to not have more than like two hit songs that are kind of upbeat, that mm-hmm. tells me that like eighty percent of his albums are probably these slow romantic love songs. <laughs> which which his recent album was yeah but like his first album it had quite a few of those but it also had some some bigger beats to it um but i still even with the don't is that the name of the song that you told me to listen to well i told you don't and i told you if uh you need me i don't need you which was i didn't listen to that one (laughs) they're both like kind of like they're just him i don't know if you really call it rapping but like it's got more of a, a a beat type feel to it it's not soft falsetto-y voice i guess you could kind of call it rapping right i just think that going to a concert even those songs are still not like the most like party jam songs i still don't yeah. see myself dancing to those songs so what do the people at his concerts do I I would hope that the people at his concerts are fans of other songs than the like three that are on the radio. I guess, but I mean, but I mean, like I I also feel that I feel what you're feeling right now about. Um, do you know who James Bay is? No. Is that song "Let It Go"? No, I've never heard that. Mm. Uh, well, James Bay has a really popular song on the radio right now that's called "Let It Go," and it's really soft. But like, um, he has a super like rocking song i'm gonna play just like a quick couple seconds to it okay 10 out of 10 songs yeah it's 10 out of 10 songs <laughs> uh apparently this is also sponsored by start with the world's number <laughs> one Jimmy Beam. mixed with an undefeated season So, like, it's already got this, like, southern Rocky type feel to it. I've never heard that song in my life. (laughs) Exactly. And that's not the one on the radio. What's the one on the radio? (laughs) It's really soft and not great. Can you sing it? In my opinion. No, I don't know that very well because I'm not a fan. Okay. Also, I didn't like you on uh, Game of Thrones. That really tore me out of that that episode. I mean, cool for you. I'm sure that you pulled. Uh, I'm sure that you pulled a lot of strings to be on that show, but man, did that ruin that scene for me! As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I heard you singing, I was like, "Is that Ed Sheeran? I think that's Ed Sheeran." Because <laughs> you hear him sing before you see see his actual character. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> and. My celebrity run-ins. Oh, right. So, I told Tyler that um, Ed Sheeran was the third uh, out of the... Oh, you didn't go into it. What was your actual encounter with Ed Sheeran? Uh, Ed Sheeran was my third 
closest encounter with the celebrity. And by closest, I mean on how close I got to the celebrity. <laughs> Ed Sheeran was number three because he was doing a show at the Metro Center or somewhere in Rockford, I think. Or he was either like uh, passing through Rockford. I worked at Target at the time. <laughs> and Ed Sheeran came into Target. <laughs> And he was shopping around with his girlfriend, which I think is his now fiance. I think it's the same girl. I don't know. But I met both of them. I didn't meet them. I didn't go up and talk to him. But one of the one of the other employees actually went up and talked to him because we were all looking at him. Like, is that Ed Sheeran? Because they came in without any like security or anything. They were just walking around. And so one of the one of the guys that I knew that worked there went up to him. And he was, it, it, we were working in the electronics department. I was selling phones at the time there. And this was the actual electronics guy. Uh, he went up to him and he goes, hey, I'm, I don't know if you get this a lot, but you look a lot like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and, and he said, I do get it a lot, uh, but I'm not. <laughs> and then uh, later on in the day, um, other people had, had reported seeing him in Rockford because apparently it's just something he does when he goes to towns. He likes to walk around and pretend he's not him <laughs> in these small towns. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so it's pretty good. And so it was actually him. We found out on the news or something <laughs> later that day. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was number three. So I was probably... 20 feet away from him at that point. Now, okay. number two and number one, they're sort of related to each other. Not in like a brother, sister, or anything like that. It's just they, it was from the same, and I'll give you this hint, TV show. So, number three, or number two, was David Duchovny. What? <laughs> I got maybe a foot away from David Duchovny. You were on the set of Californication. No, X-Files. <laughs> oh. Nope. I was on the set of a different TV show, and this one might uh, might give it away on why this these people were together. Okay. My number one is Ty Pennington, because I gave him a <laughs> high five. Oh, yeah? Yes, I did. I Do you remember, like, a couple years ago... Um, the great home makeover came to yeah. came to the Rockford area. Well, mm -hmm. David Duchovny was the guest, uh, the celebrity guest on that episode, and uh, me and my friend went to the set. And I, David Duchovny was kind of a jerk and didn't want to high five anyone. <laughs> yeah, I could so he that. walked by and didn't like say hi to any. Like he said hi, but he didn't like shake anyone's hand or high five them. And then Ty comes out. And he's high-fiving everyone, shaking hands. Yeah, he's into he's, everybody. Yeah, he's he was having a fun time with it. So I actually gave I gave Ty Pennington a high-five. So that's number one. That's why it's number one, because I actually touched him. <laughs> you I, actually missed the high-five, but you just went up and touched him. <laughs> I had a number four, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, uh, number four was Jeff Coffin of the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, he, he did a... He did a show. He's the saxophonist. Saxophoner? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he's a saxophonist for the Dave Matthews Band, and he did a show at uh, the local community college that I went to for a semester. <laughs> he can play two saxophones at once. This would be my time to do an imitation of two saxophones at once, but I ain't got that in me. <laughs> we kind of talked about this one already because it, it was ruined for Rob. I was going to... Well, I mean, I talked about it, so I, I ruined the surprise. But then so did the person that gave us a call this week. Yeah, Ian. We got a <laughs> we got a follow-up call from our friend Ian, who was one of our callers. On what? The third episode or second episode? That was uh, second he was episode. On, yes, he was on Dylan's episode. Yeah. He called us back, and the, the reason I started talking about this was because I got so disappointed... Not because it would, well, I mean a little bit because it was Ian, because I thought it was somebody that we didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I wasn't disappointed that Ian called us. The Google translation for the voice-to-text for this voicemail reads, Hey Steve, I, she did not work. She (laughs) loves me again, but now I'm kind of feeling not feeling it. So, should have Bill sure? What do you think? What? Okay. Bye. <laughs> I'm worried that I'm about to hear something that's not great from this call. <laughs> is Ian using is he Ian using our podcast to break up with this girlfriend? <laughs> well, I guess you'll find out, huh? Uh-huh. Play that so, call. Here is Ian's the call. one that makes me go all that. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, uh, so you might she did work. Uh, she loves me again. But now I'm kind of not feeling it. So should I just go there? What do you think? Okay, bye. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'm going to say, Ian. Thank I mean, your lucky stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dylan said it last time. Thank your fucking lucky stars that she loved you ever. And I I don't know this about, like, we're, I don't want you to think that we're being mean to Ian. But the thing about Ian is this could be a joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm pretty sure it probably is. Yeah. But also, Ian, don't ask for advice about if you're going to break up with your girlfriend on your friend's podcast. <laughs> she might listen. I'm Facebook friends with her. I share this on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Like, she could have been in the car. It sounded like he was in a car. Yeah. I mean, he was probably driving home from work because he, he works like an hour away from here. Yeah. Ian, don't break up with your girlfriend. There no. we go. That but that's all we thank got your for lucky you. stars. <laughs> and our last topic is the Ford C Max and Jeep Cherokee. Oh, the Ford C Max is the ugliest, stupidest car in the whole world. If you haven't seen it, Google it, and you might also run into an article about the Ford C Max. Apparently, when <laughs> The Ford C-Max, it's a hybrid. So, Tyler, when you think of a hybrid, what do you think of? I think of a Labradoodle. (laughs) I'm looking for you to say gas mileage. (laughs) Oh. 
What's a hybrid you know what? known for? <laughs> Curly but nice hair. Gas mileage. Correct, Tyler. First try. You're correct. Got it and won. <laughs> um, yes, hybrids are known for gas mileage. Now, Ford, Ford really dropped the ball on this car. One, they wanted to create a car to compete with the Toyota Prius. So they were yeah. like, okay, let's take this car and make it worse. <laughs> Because <laughs> the new the, the Prius has gone through a lot of changes, but it, it, it styling wise, it's about the same car. It's it looks a little bit better now than it did when it first was created. It's not my sure. type of car, but I can see how it could be appealing looks wise to people. Which to me is weird because Rob is, in my opinion, into very ironic looking cars. <laughs> That's fine. I like because I mean I I like the original Rob's... hybrid, the half car, half truck, the El Camino. <laughs> Which, that was your first car, correct? Wrong. My first car was a GMC Cavalero. For the astute fans, they would know that is the GMC version of the Chevy El Camino. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so did you actually not have an El Camino, or did you have both? Never had an El Camino. But I've had a GMC Caballero, the cowboy. The more you know. <laughs> Named him John Wayne. Anyway, back to the C Max. Hey, Rob. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take an opposing side just so we don't offend anybody if they have a C Max. You know, Uncle Rob, I don't really think it's that bad of a looking car. It is. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? You're right. It is. <laughs> it looks like you took a a 2013 Ford Escape and you. Squished it down and squished it together. It's a little chubby Ford Escape. But it's also kind of tall, which is weird. The The other problem is, is with the gas mileage. They screwed up the gas mileage. They wanted to make a car that had good gas mileage. And they had to, there was, they had to change the stickers because people were buying them and they weren't getting the gas mileage that was advertised for it. <laughs> So they made a hybrid with bad gas mileage. <laughs> bad job, Ford. <laughs> That's, I mean, that is just really dropping the ball. I mean, how, like, they're like, we're going to create a Prius, but a Ford one. We're going to make it look worse and have worse gas mileage. What could go wrong? <laughs> the other part of that was the Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. I was saying that the old Jeep Cherokees were always the best, and the new ones are awful. They don't look like a Jeep Cherokee. They don't deserve the name Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, they do not look like it. But, I mean, I think they still look good. Well, I think the Jeep Grand Cherokee looks good. I am not a fan of the slanty nose cars. No, the Jeep Cherokee is bad. I don't really have anything funny about the Jeep Cherokee. No, that was just something else we talked about at the same time. Yeah. Um, Let's get our first question. Yay, question. So, our first question comes to us from Gary Gofast. Gary Gofast. So, I live in Victoria, British Columbia. I just turned 16. I have a job at a party store, but it takes me about 45 minutes to get to work. School ends at 3, but I have to work at 4. I'm wanting a car, and I've saved just over $4,000. Is there any cars that I can get, or... 
how can I get more money to get a car? I don't, I don't know how much uh, Canadian money is worth. <laughs> um, but if that is, if it's four thousand American dollars, you can get a lot of car for four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that that's like two thousand toonies. What? That's me assuming that toonie is two. <laughs> It's like 4,000 toonies. Is it a loony? I thought it was loony. Loonies and toonies. They have loonies and toonies? I believe Can, so. Canada named their money after the loony toons? <laughs> loonies and, yeah, loonies and toonies. Okay. A toonie is a portmanteau combining the number two and the word loony. <laughs> so a loony is one and a toonie is two. Two loonies. Yeah. Toonie is two loonies. Yeah. Yep. So it's 2,000 toonies. It's 2,000 toonies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for making fun of your money, Canada. <laughs> you, Canada, you're such a good country. <laughs> you are. I wish our money was called loonies and toonies. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. But yeah, $4,000 is a lot to get with a car. Like, that's a lot of money for a car. I mean, not like... A lot, but I mean, you can get a good used car for four thousand. You just got to look at some certain ones, and I don't know if what kind of car brands Canada has, but I assume it's probably pretty similar to ours. You got to look at nineteen ninety eight Subaru Impreza, Outback <laughs> Sport. At most, you're gonna pay like three thousand for this. It's all wheel drive, four cylinder, gets decent gas mileage, but not great because this they made this car. When four-cylinder engines didn't have to go to a standard of how much gas mileage they had. So they made this four-cylinder car that had a big enough engine to run the four-wheel drive, but still be like, have some get up and go. So it's actually a pretty decent car. It gets about 23 miles to the gallon. But, I mean, you're in high school. You have a job. You probably... you'll. The only the only reason you'll have a job probably is just to, uh, is just to pay for gas anyway. So, don't worry about that. I drove my first car got twelve miles of the gallon. <laughs> I spent more Man, money. Canada. I spent come more on now. money. I'm trying to look up used cars right now online for him. Yeah. And their zip codes are all wonky. <laughs> V8P. What are you doing? <laughs> V8P one A one. Well, find find a zip code in, in British Columbia. That's what I'm doing. That's the zip code that came up. V8P181? Yeah. 1A1. 1A1. That's not a number mm-hmm. anymore. It's got letters in it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's called algebra. <laughs> All right. So let's go through these cars here that I just got on Auto Trader that I pulled up. Yeah. Canadian Trader. You, Canadian Auto you Trader. Know. <laughs> yep. Autotrader.ca. You tell me if they're good cars or not. 1997 Honda CRV. Good car. 2000 Acura EL Sport. Bad car. 2006 Dodge Caravan. Bad car. 2003 Pontiac Vibe. Bad car. 2009 Volkswagen Golf. Good car, but that's probably not under four loonies. 4,000 loonies. Uh, all of these cars that I'm reading right now are under 4,000. Oh, well, then that's not a good car. If it's a 2009 under 4,000 loonies... Well, it's got it's got 145,000 Yeah, that's got way too it. many miles for for it. Someone beat beat the shit out of it. We got a car here for 420. 
And I do mean $420. Ooh, what is that? Nine, 1991 Toyota, Toyota Tercel Sports Coupe. Okay, so I think that's the car. Hear me out. Toyota Tercel did not did not pass Canada tire inspection. Hear me out. Toyota Tercels are bad cars. <laughs> but 280 208,000 kilometers. Parts are cheap. It has 208,000 kilometers? Kilometers, correct. Sorry. I've been fucking that up. <laughs> Isn't a kilometer longer than a mile? Yeah. God I think damn. So. That thing did good. That thing did really good. This is the car that you need to buy. Parts are cheap. It gets really good gas mileage. And it's only $420. You can spend the rest of your money on like making sure that this thing runs well. You probably only spend another 1000 So you're spending 1420 on this car and you'll have a good car. It already ran for 300,000 kilometers. 200. 200,000 kilometers. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't gotten mine up to 200,000 miles. They've all died before that. That's crazy. I mean, most of these are, I mean, I'm looking at a lot of them over 200,000. I wonder if a kilometer is shorter than a mile then. What is longer? A mile or a kilometer? All right, Google. Come on, people. What is longer, a mile or a yard? (laughs) I mean, my, my yard is pretty big. But it's not a mile. A kilometer is 1.6 miles. Oh, okay. So it's not too much bigger. Yeah, do the Toyota Tercel. inspection. That will be fun. I mean, who cares about inspection? You don't have to get the inspections. We're supposed to get inspections on cars in the United States. No one does unless you live in California or Utah or I think Washington. And It's got seats. new gray cloth seats in it. Nice. New seats. You can put it, you can dump a lot of money into this car and it'd still not be a lot of money and it'll be a good car. That's the one. Toyota Tercel. It, and there's it doesn't sound like there's anything wrong with it. They say they're regretful they have to put it up for sale, but the registration comes up in April. Yeah, the registration's probably more than what they're trying to sell it for. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I mean, there might be a slight weed smell. It's probably not a coincidence this dude's selling this car for 420. Right. Yeah. He's like, what should we sell it for? For 20, man. <laughs> it doesn't, it looks fine. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy it. I wonder how many dollars is a loony or a toonie. You don't have to look it up. A loony is a $1 coin. They also use dollars in Canada. Like, I don't oh. know what the Canadian dollar so is. So a loony, like a, is that like a slang? Yeah, I believe so. Got it. Uh, the can, the Canadian dollar is one point two, American dollars. Oh, one point three. So almost. I would be poor. <laughs> I'd be even more poor in Canada. No, you'd be taking your American money and making it into more Canadian money. How? You're taking your one dollar, which turns into one point two Canadian dollars. No, I don't think that's how the conversion works, Tyler. <laughs> I yeah, think I would says, have to have one point... It says point... one United States dollar equals 1.2 Canadian dollars. Oh, I thought you needed 1.2 American dollars to equal no. one Canadian no. dollar. No. Oh, yeah. I'd be richer. Move to Canada, you'll be richer. Yeah. Then I'll find a place to live that Canadian dollars are worth m- more in that place. 
I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. Just keep moving till you're rich. Pay it forward. <laughs> don't do that. You're gonna die. You're gonna get stabbed in the tummy. Oh, true. I don't want to do that. Spoiler alert. Don't watch that movie. You're gonna cry. Yes, you will. This question comes to us from. This person's going for more the the pun feel, like a normal uh, like a normal advice column. Oh, okay. So there, this question is coming to us from Not Ready. Hey, uncles. I'm turning 28 this year, and my partner and I have been together for five years. We are currently at the stage in where all of our college friends are getting married and popping out tiny humans. However, we are the exact opposite and have no urge to tie the knot or create mini-me's. We are completely happy and tired of everyone asking us, so when are you two getting married? How do you know if you want to, and how do you politely or rudely answer that question? And again, that comes from not ready, but it's spelled in the, like, tying a knot version. I'm trying to figure out who this is. Do I know this person? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh. It's an anonymous question. We're not supposed to try and figure out who they are, Rob. Christ. That's the reason they did it anonymously, uh, you dick. Oh, that, I guess that's true. I don't know. I think you should... So they're not wanting to have kids or get married. Not at the moment. Well, they they sound like they're not sure if that's what they want to do. They said, right. how do you know if you want to? I don't, I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to get married to be happy. No, um, not at all. Not at but all. I mean, it, but if you're wanting to know how you know, you just, you do. Like, I don't know. It's, it, it's just kind of a thing of like, you don't need to get married. But like, if you want the benefits of it. I don't see a point in not doing it. You don't have to have the big party. Just go do a civil union or like something yeah. like that. I think that the benefits of getting married is like m- most of the reason why people get married nowadays. Because it's, it's way more financially responsible for two people who are living together to get married than it is for yeah. them to stay single but still dating and living together and sh- sharing their life. I think that's just right. like the, the that could be your answer. You're... You, you get married because not because you feel the social pressure to do it. You feel the financial pressure to do it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but you you might be doing well, and you don't need to do it for an for I mean, financial 28, reasons. But twenty eight is a is a, is an age where you know, depending on the person, their personality, you know, they're probably thinking about the future right now. They are thinking. Oh, am I going to get married? Am I going to have kids? Am I going to stay in this apartment? Am I going to move and buy a house at some point? Oh, you know, I've got these bills and these bills. They're 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 looking to figure out the rest of their life at this point. You know? So, you're doing a lot more financial planning and stuff like that. That's a lot of the reason why I want to figure out what the Dow is. I'm 27. <laughs> a way to answer this question politely fake it get a fake ring you could do that but that's i don't know how do you know oh we just can't find the perfect location lightly or rudely answer that constant constant question see now you're giving away that i skipped words you're reading the question maybe i shouldn't send you questions anymore and let me well, he's not sending us the question. He's sending me the question right when he As, asked it yeah. so that I can read along with it because I was having trouble remembering what they said because <laughs> I'm a big dummy. 
I, I mean, don't know. I think the way to politely I think we can both say answer that question you, is to just say we're happy with the way that we are. I mean, like if you're wondering politely or rudely, just be like, "We're happy right now. Why does it matter?" Or rudely, just say, "Fuck no. off." Well, I mean, mine was. <laughs> Yeah, that's mine was more of the passive aggressive way. Yours is definitely the way that you stop the conversation. Yeah. Possibly forever. Sorry, Nana. Fuck off. Yeah, Nana, fuck off. Get your skateboarding ass out of here. <laughs> we're not having any any great grandbabies for you, Nana. You wanna know when we're getting married? I wanna know when I'm getting my inheritance. Yeah, Nana. Also, Vanessa, still haven't heard back from you. <laughs> I'm willing <sighs> I'm willing to be the fake boyfriend. <laughs> I think I think coming from both of us we can probably say though it's great being an uncle or an aunt. Like True true true. It like I mean I do want to have kids. I don't know about Rob, but like I want to have kids and I'll probably refer to him as Uncle Rob to my kids. So you're going to refer to if, if me you, as if you've Uncle got, Rob to your kids? Yeah, like oh, okay. the, you'll be their Uncle Rob. Well, you didn't you didn't talk this over with me i mean i've already got 10 nieces and nephews so i mean that's too damn bad can i handle more yes okay (laughs) i mean you you're the uncle to an entire world uncle rob i know i can handle all the nieces you're gonna have to you don't need to do it like you don't need to have kids if you don't want to nah it's if you're gonna see these kids like it it might be a little bit of a downer not seeing all your friends for a while until they have the chance to go out with their kids or they're going to go out and they ask you to watch the kids but that can be fun yeah and it's not <clears throat> it's not that bad once your kids once your friends start having kids and stuff and start leaving you alone i mean you just start uh i mean <laughs> from experience <laughs> you you start uh making podcasts or playing video games with <laughs> by yourself <laughs> or <laughs> oh you get used to it. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. I have a lot more money, too, without going out as much. <laughs> so, you know, Uncle Rob? Yeah? I think it's I think it's time to do some competition. Ooh. Let's get into Unky How. Unky How. Need to know how to do it, Unky How. Unky How! All right. So, our first WikiHow article this week is... How to write a love letter to a girl you do not know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So something I've I've realized with WikiHow is they they do a lot of focusing on how, but not necessarily as to why. Yeah. Why? I really want to know why. I want to know the story. (laughs) Writing a love letter to a girl you don't do not know (laughs) like at all just someone you've never met (laughs) so here's how you start step one grab a piece of paper you're gonna hand you're gonna handwrite this need to practice your cursive if you're not if you haven't got that yet i don't think they teach it anymore they don't teach it anymore you need to start start learning cursive depending on your age you need to practice it and get really good with it so that it looks like fancy handwriting. Then you start the letter. To whom it may concern. Because <laughs> we don't know who this person is. But we love them. Well, I mean, 
their first image is it just it's a piece of paper and a pen and it says dear deborah <laughs> how do they know it's deborah i don't know they don't know this person <laughs> okay yeah. to whom it may concern i've spent long nights dreaming of the day that i would meet you i've never seen someone so beautiful as you are to me i wish that i could compare your looks to something that is tangible She's got a but i don't know what you look like I don't know love what it is. uncle rob I know that i can't live without her <laughs> she's got a way did you like my love letter i loved it <laughs> i was giving you some background music you you might not have heard it. i did not hear it yeah i was i was singing a little song for you in the background I... okay so they they have three met well they they call them methods it, it seems like they have three overarching steps here okay so the me- method one is starting off method two is expressing yourself and method three is finishing the letter <laughs> So in method one, in starting off, they have no. they break it down into. Wait, 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 wait. In method three, uh, the whole step, the whole thing on writing a letter to someone that you don't know is write a letter and finish it. Yeah. So their their step one starts out with brainstorming. You know, you need to you need to think about what you want to say. You need to think of the name of this person. You need to think what they look like. They need to and then, think of it. If, if they're a real person or someone you were making up. So step two of the first method is focus the energy over this specific message. Yeah, focus your energy on it. Yeah. Really get in and then, there. Levitate it. Really? The next part? Think about the past, present, and future. Yeah. Use your telekinesis. Of what? Of who? <laughs> Step four. You're finally putting pen to paper. State your intent first. <laughs> to whom it may concern. I'm going to marry I you. I wish to marry you. <laughs> All right. Method two. Can, Step wait, one. Can we? Can we set up our, our email or thing to have it start with? <laughs> Just to uh, have a name for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I write a letter to a podcast. <laughs> oh, step one of method two. State exactly how you feel. All right, that's legit for this no, it's not. It's but wild, Tyler. <laughs> State exactly how you feel about what. Okay, I'm like, what? Is, I don't understand what this image has to do with this step. Step two is focus on the recipient. However, the image is a man's hand writing this letter, but then it has a little speech bubble that just says anecdote. <laughs> 
step three, use your own voice. And there's a man speaking at paper. Just talk to the paper. Like, they may not be able to hear you through the paper, but maybe they'll get the energy of you speaking to this paper. Get one of those those, those birthday cards that you can record your voice in. <laughs> oh, Dear someone, um, I love you method. so much. I don't know who you are, but I love to you. Whomever. And we, will, we will be married on the morrow. <laughs> on to method three, finishing the letter. Step one, reaffirm your feelings. Just keep constantly saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I will marry you on the morrow. <laughs> Step two, end on a single sentence summing up what's been said. I love you, I will marry you, love Uncle Rob. <laughs> and final, oh, not finally, there is two more steps. <laughs> Step three, give her information on how to contact you. Uh... My address is on this letter. Here's my phone number. Here's uh, uh, at the Rob Bullock on Twitter. <laughs> Step four. Find a way to deliver the letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you got to find a place to put it where your dream woman or man is there to find it. <laughs> oh, what the you know fuck? What? I, th- <laughs> Why is I think we're just going to do one for today. Why is there three methods? <laughs> we need to figure out how WikiHow works. I, I was looking into it. It is it is like user submitted stuff it's half and half like they have their experts writing legit articles and then they have ones that that users submit and they get reviewed so all three of so, those uh, answers so an expert reviewed all this. three of those answers are either by an expert who wrote it or an expert who reviewed it and still posted it there are three answers to how do i write a love note to someone that i do not know yep Oh boy, the internet is a dark place, guys. <laughs> it is wild I mean, out there. There are some pretty buck wild ones on here that I'm. I don't know how they continue to be published, Uncle Rob. And like, I don't think we'll ever be able to answer these ones. So, I'll I'll just go through like a, a short list of ones that are on here, and I'll give a quick answer on how to do it. Okay. How to apologize to a cat. Say you're sorry. How to become a ghost. Die. How to become a black ghost protester. Yeah. Who fucking published that one? Who allowed this to become a thing? How to become a black ghost protester? Yeah. Oh, are they talking about the KKK? I didn't, that didn't even like ding in my head. Is that? I, I think. Oh uh, my! I they might be. I'm not positive. Oh boy, that is. What the fuck were you thinking, WikiHow? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, there's some fucked up things on there, and then there's also ones like how to get a badunk dong. Uh, peaches and cream. Eat it. It goes right to your I butt. Think, <laughs> I think we're just gonna do one actually this week. We'll we'll continue to do them. There, okay. I have plenty. <laughs> Okay, I like Unky Hill. 
Uh, so what? One more question? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. So this next question comes to us from the absolute golden nephew. The golden nephew. The ultimate, the ultimate scout, Kibber. This is Kibber. You have. This is Kibber. You have reached golden scout level because you are spreading the good uncle word in Canada. You are Canadian number You're one. Good boy. Golden nephew. The golden nephew. All right. I guess I'll have to do something with that. Yes, you will. <laughs> All right, Kibber. Let's hear what, ha- what he had to say. I mean, I did just call him the golden nephew, and I don't want you to get upset with him, Uncle Rob. Okay? Okay. Kibber writes, So I am 14. I don't have a girlfriend, but I have a friend who is a girl. I just want to make this clear. This is not... <laughs> it doesn't actually come up in the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we have lunch together almost every day. One day, I went to our usual meeting spot outside of our local Savon Foods. I was sitting on a bench when this group of kids came up and started smoking and vaping. They were close enough to cover my clothes in the smell of tobacco. Then, some other friends of mine, not the girl, came over and instantly assumed I was smoking. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've smoked in the past, but I don't, ha- I don't do it anymore. Now, there's a rumor going around that I smoke. Also, someone who I know told me that the people next to me are all crack whores and we're all sitting in a circle fucking each other now i wasn't with them but i know for a fact that's not true are you cast how do i stop this rumor also p.s you guys are the best (laughs) oh kibber i was told that they were all crack whores and fuck each other yep also kibber i I'm disappointed in you. No smoking. <laughs> You're the golden nephew. He doesn't do it anymore. I know. He's Fuck still good, you. Kipper. So, what? Uh, the question's too long. I'm not reading it. <laughs> so, the question, he's he wants people to stop the rumor of the crack horse or the, the rumor that... That he smokes. That, that he smokes. Why yeah. did he bring up the crack horse? I don't know. <laughs> Also, I would just like to say that Canada has some, like, very practically named stores. Save-on foods. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So how do you stop the rumor on that you smoke? You need to go full straight edge, Kibber. You might lose Which some of your Which cool... shouldn't be a problem. You're 14. Yeah, that's very true. You might lose some of your cool smoker friends, but you need to start <laughs> wearing, like, your, your dare shirt. <laughs> And you need to Is go there around a thing your, in Canada? I don't know. You need to start going around and telling people, Smokey's not cool, guys. You should stop. You know what I get my high from? Life. Hugs. <laughs> Hugs. <laughs> That's, you need to yeah. go around being a real, a real party pooper about it. Otherwise, it's not going to stop. Um, I don't think that... Kibber, I don't think that you should worry too much about it, as long as you, unless you want, unless you want a different reputation, like, and you just don't want them to think you smoke, like, bring a syringe to school. <laughs> no, I'm not smoking, guys. I'm shooting up. I think that Kibber, I think that Kibber should 
you know, if just be tr- just be truthful. If people are coming up and be like, "Hey, Kibber, I heard you. I heard you smoke." You just be like, "No, I don't. I'm not a smoker. It's just a rumor. Don't worry about it." And if someone like, don't let it. Like it's never. No one's gonna care, especially if you tell them the truth. Just be just be truthful, Kibber. My name's Kibber, and I don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Go full Tiny Tim on him. <laughs> Kibber, I don't know what you sound like, but that was my impression of you based on how Rob's impressions of you sound. <laughs> Gunther. <laughs> oh, I don't tell people my online name. <laughs> they don't know the rest of it. <laughs> hey, Gunther. Hey, Kipper. Um, I think we got time for one more question. Okay. Fucking crack horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Actually, I've got I've got two short questions that we can go through real quick. Okay. The first one comes to us from the Great Slamboni. Great Slamboni. The, the Great Slamboni writes, "How does one rule the world?" dot 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 asking for a friend also he used obviously he used the uh the anonymous form so if if you guys haven't visited our website yet it has a name it has a name slot a a topic slot and then a detail spot where it just says deets 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 and so in the topic or in the like actual general part he wrote how does one rule the world asking for our friends and then in the deets spot he wrote deet is poison for mosquitoes and other insects <laughs> Raptor Scout got me to laugh. <laughs> How do I take over the world? Yeah. I really don't know. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know. My only references for taking over the world have always been Pinky and the Brain, who never accomplished it. <laughs> And like super villains. Well, there you go. Super Let, villains from from like uh, superhero shows or stuff like that, who also never accomplished it. <laughs> Taking over the world. Let's think of let's think of a plan to take over the world. So <clears throat> this is our get a job for this week. Yeah, this is our get a job for the week. So how, I mean, obviously, our think, first piece of advice how is th- props. How can we work that in? Okay, yes, we're going to need props. But here's what I think. We're going to need something. What do we want to take over the world for? Are we destroying the world so that there are no humans? Are we enslaving the human population? Are we... No, they're they're a scout. I don't think they want to do anything evil. They just want to be in charge. Of everyone. Yeah. But in a cool way. Okay, so we're taking over the world non-hostile. Take over the world. Right. All right, this so is going to take chill. This is going to take some time. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's like a it, it's not a hostile takeover, but like or maybe maybe it might be a hostile takeover just to get there. But then like you once you're there you're just like, "See, I'm chill." My that first ruling like is a everyone chill. Novel. <laughs> yeah. Do we remember when 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 they became the leader, the supreme leader? No, but, you know, I remember there was a bad time. And then he took over and everything was chill. 
Yeah. I don't remember what caused cool the bad time. I feel like I lost a lot of family members, friends. I don't remember what that was, though. I think. So, I mean, we, we to... don't have the way to take over, but we've got your first ruling. Yeah. Be chill. super chill. Just chill out, man. You've got the whole yeah. world. Be, have fun with it. I mean, eventually, yeah. eventually, a ragtag group of rebels are going to take over and and kill you or take over or dethrone you or whatever. I mean, have you seen in a young adult novel recently? Just what's <laughs> it's just what it's about. <laughs> yeah. But up until then, it'll be really chill and then once they take over and kill you, if they're if they're good guys, they're it it's a reboot. So it works out for everybody. Like we need to reboot this world. Yeah, it's very true. Too much population. All right. So our last keep question. us alive, though. Oh yeah, for sure. We'll run. You can't we'll, kill us. We'll run your radio station or something. We gotta learn how to run a radio station. Oh yeah, we'll be we'll be really great for ads. We can help. Yeah, we'll get everybody on board. True. You hear that? All you. That's how you take over the world. We're really good at advertising. Yeah, that's how you take over the world. Get more and more people to listen to us. And then we'll start telling people, <laughs> incepting thoughts into their brains. The strongest so type start, of advertisement. Word so of we mouth. S- we start telling them, you know, hey, this company is really good. But oh, but secretly you own that company. And we're yeah. just telling them, hey, go, go, go test out them. It'll be great. The, the the food comes in the mail. The the mattress comes in a box. Well, Rob basically you get just said close was, ordered for the you. way you're going to take over this world is you're going to have some healthy snacks. You're going to have some audiobooks. You're going to have some real comfortable mattresses that are in a magic box. You're going to have uh, You're going to have suits, a new razor every cool day. Glasses, a new razor every day, a toothbrush, underwear, Oh, yeah, underwear, some really comfortable underwear. Yeah. Best sheets you've ever slept on. The I mean, best sheets ever. <laughs> that's all the things that... <laughs> that's, all the, that's all the podcast ads I could think of. Yeah. Get at us, advertisers. <laughs> you Those want could more? Have been, we could have said the actual names for you. Yeah. <laughs> All of our listeners don't listen to any other podcasts. They don't know what we're talking about until you give us that money. Correct. All right. So our last question of the day is going to be, I I guess it's a name. They put in Killing Caller. (laughs) (laughs) They write, okay, I'm in high school in Canada, British Columbia. And in a bathroom, there was a phone number written on the wall. It's a 250 number, so I know it's from my area, but it's weird how it's written on the wall. Should I call it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> All numbers that you find on a wall, you call. You call Kibber, for are, a good time. Kibber, are you putting out our phone number? Wait, is our phone number 250? No. I don't know how Canadian phone numbers work. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, you give them a call. You call them for a good time. Um, and, you know, obviously, it's probably, I mean, you're in high school, so it's probably just some... Um, Someone who used to be in high school wrote that number there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard of this 
this thing that happens. I have I <laughs> for all of our high school viewers and the people who might be young because I will tell you this for the freshmen in high school right now, Tyler, we're born after 1990. We're born I mean, they were born after 2000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck world. So yeah. Here's a song I want you to listen to. If you've never heard of this, this, uh, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, we didn't start (laughs) the fire by Billy Joel. But then also, eight six seven five three zero nine by Tommy (laughs) Tuto. Jenny, I got your number. Eight six seven five three zero nine. That's how the song goes. Ten out of ten great song that's the advice listen to that song i mean call the number it's for a great time <laughs> that's all i can say i mean i don't know if they have like a star six nine in canada but that that's what we do here in order to block where your phone number is coming from oh, so. i also can just got i i usually google phone numbers i've uh whenever a phone number calls me that i don't know uh I let it go to voicemail and then they don't leave me a voicemail and then I Google it and then it's usually like, oh, this is a advertisement agency. I get a lot of telemarketers. I always thought that they were debt collectors, but they're not because I was just like, wait, I don't owe any money. <laughs> oh, what if it's you from the future? Uh, I would have the same phone number. I'm too lazy to change it. I've had this I'm phone not, number. But I'm not talking about I... you. I'm talking about King Kill or Killing Caller. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's Killing Caller for from, from the, the future. future. Yeah. Also, I've had the same phone number since I was 14. No. 12. 12 was when I had my first cell phone. Well, la-di-da. Yeah, la-di-da. God, you're a dick. <laughs> you know what I'd like to thank, Uncle Rob? <laughs> I'd like to thank 11 Acorn Lane for their use of their song, Perfect. Thank I'd you, also like to thank Lane. Josh Zelasco. Thank we you, got Josh we got another Josh still. question this week, but we'll get to it some other time. If you guys would uh, like to want... contact us, you can you can either email us or, as a lot of people did this week, you can use our website a r y u site, and you can completely anonymously send us your question or story. It doesn't necessarily have to be a question. Just if it's not a question, figure out how to fill it out. Um, also, you could give us a call at. God damn it. I have been so good. 41399-UNCLE. Leave us a voicemail. 41399-UNCLE. 41399-UNCLE. I guess I'm downloading a karaoke track now. <laughs> um, get at me on Twitter. At the Rob Bullock. And I'm at Tyler underscore church. Are you cast on Twitter as well? Yep. And, and are you cast on Facebook? Oh, Josh has it as a Twitter now. Oh, he does. Uh, it's uh, at are you intern. At are you intern. Josh the intern was taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do been it. active since like 2013. I thought about contacting Twitter being like, hey, can I have this account? Yeah, That's what could. celebrities do. Yeah, we're celebrities. <laughs> hundreds of people listen to us. Thousands. Hundreds and thousands of people listen to us. Yeah. 16 
thousand people listen to us. Close. That's gonna do it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.